Good morning. Welcome to Thursday Quick Thought this morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this Christmas week. Um, we are going to read Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story. Uh, then we'll chat about it a little bit. So Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was laying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. What a, an incredible incredibly joyous event um, glory to God in the highest there's celebration here there's joy here um, Christmas is a time of joy so many people feel the joy with the lights and the the gifts and the, the, the family and um, but it's also a confusing time for some um, who who maybe feel pain this time of year um, and and they, they want to feel the joy, and, and maybe they felt the joy in the past of this season, but, but something has happened, something has, has fractured that joy, and, um, and now there's pain there. I want to show you a clip from a Christmas special from Church Home. Um, I hope they don't sue me, Judah, Chelsea, please don't sue me, um, but I'd like you to watch this clip. So with the holidays being hard for people who've lost family or friends, yeah. how would you encourage them this season? Well, that's a personal question because my dad in 2010 
uh, December 19th, graduated, passed away, went to heaven. And so uh, Christmas is always like, it's my, it's my absolute favorite holiday, but it now comes with the last decade. Like, wait, why am I sad again going to the, oh, that's right. So one of the things we've done as a Smith family is made December 19th a special day where I'll certainly talk to my sister, talk to my mom. Chelsea and I will kind of rehearse some wonderful memories about my dad. And, with the kids. And, and with the kids and turn it into an opportunity to remember and rehearse the, the wonderful things that my dad added to our life. Um, that may not be the perfect practice for others. Uh, there's no perfect rules for grief. Uh, grief is by nature messy, but it's important to grieve. And, and by the way, there's no timetable to grieving. So I think some people are like, oh, it's been 10 years, get over it. Well, well, well no, this year being the 10th or the 11th Christmas without my dad, maybe this would be uh, uniquely challenging and preparing yourself. Can I interrupt? I wish you would. Um, Cause you know, that's so true. But I think a lot of sadness around the holidays isn't just around grief or losing somebody it's actually around a lot of loneliness a lot of people who feel lonely you're away from family you're away from friends maybe there's friction in your family you feel like there's broken relationships and that can be an entirely different kind of grief yeah because it's not just the grief of death it's the grief of choices and decisions that were made That's or right. whatever is causing you to be lonely and so I think there's a lot that can cause heartbreak around the holidays even though they're beautiful it feels like everybody else in the world is celebrating yeah. and I'm here feeling sad no matter what the culture says no matter what people around you say um, it's you're not bad you're not wrong. You're not off for feeling that way. In fact, wrapping your arms around and, and being willing to say, I'm, I'm really sad. This is really hard. This is difficult. It's the kind of community that we want to be a part of and build. And so for everyone going through a difficult time during this holiday season, from the loss of a loved one to feeling alone and isolated, and so many people feel that way right now in the whole wide world, that, hey, it's okay to feel that way. Thanks for, for being honest about that. And I know at Church Home, we want to uh, let people know we're thinking about them and, and praying for them during this um, wonderful festive season, but also sometimes painful and challenging. Yeah, I heard recently, and I wish I could remember where I heard it, that somebody said, if you numb the pain, that means you're also numbing the joy. Wow. And I think there's moments where you just feel pain and you yeah. need to feel it. Yeah. And then when you feel the joy, you need to feel it too. So and not feel like we need to feel something that we aren't. But don't you think it's so important to bring Jesus into those feelings? Yeah. Bring Jesus into the Welcome. pain. Bring Jesus Welcome into the joy. Him, yeah. And then, yeah, just take one step to reach out to community, whether it's at church home through pastor chat or sending one friend a text or just doing something to get outside of yourself. This I important. agree. I agree. Well said. Jesus. God in the flesh entered the, the pain of this world. He left heaven. He left the, the glory, the splendor, the, the perfection of heaven to come into this pain. If you're someone who's experiencing pain this time of year, why not invite Jesus into it? Not as, not as some magic formula that automatically, boom, your pain is gone. But... But just as a, as a comforter, as, as someone who will love you through the pain. If you're someone that maybe needs some prayer this season, um, I would be happy to pray for you. Um, Massey Bible Chapel would be happy to pray for you. You can, you can send me a message, um, whether it be through Instagram or, or the Massey Bible Chapel Facebook page. Um, and we will keep you in our prayers over this holiday season. Thank you guys for, for joining me this year. Uh, we look forward to another year of doing this. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.